Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to Ash and Friends, the podcast where we gather together as friends to have candid conversations about any and everything. I am your host, Ashley. Most people call me Ash. And today joining the podcast is L.V. Hamer. Today we are talking about investing in you, loving people well, creativity, uncompromising faith, and so much more. So go ahead and grab that snack and some water and let's have a conversation. Hey, LV. Conversation. What's going on, Ash? Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited. I'm beaming. Um, if folks who are listening to this, listen, I Ash is like my big sister. Um, I'm super honored to be on this platform. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining. So let the friends know who you are. Cool. Um, I am LV Haymark. Uh, I am originally from North Carolina, but um, I went to Howard University, HU, any HU people who are listening or watching, um, uh, hey, how are you? Uh, I went to HU, graduated in 2016, studied theater arts administration, I'm in entertainment. I'm a business artist, which basically means that um, I tell stories from the boardroom, uh, from the stage um, and, and front of the lens. And so I am an executive um, and uh, in entertainment. Um, I'm also um, a proud man of faith um, and I love God, I love family. Um, and I'm just a, a really cool person. I like to think I'm a cool person. Um, and I like to have honest conversations. And so I'm excited about the conversation today. That is good. And I can co-sign or check off on everything you say. You are a cool person. We do have some candid conversations, some honest conversations, and you are definitely a man of faith and everything else. So I appreciate our friendship. So thank you again for being here. So I love to just check in with friends, just period. I don't think we do that enough sometimes, like just asking people, how are you doing? So that is my first question. LV, how are you doing? Yeah, um, you know what? I am doing really good. I'm doing good, um, despite what's happening around us, despite the world uh, right now, I'm very aware of what's happening right now. Um, you know, I'm doing well though, I'm grateful. Um, I am uh, so grateful for family, I'm grateful for God. I don't know where I'd be without God, honestly. You know, last year, 2020 was rough for all of us. Um, I lost um, a lot of things, um, but gained so much too meaning just gain new perspective and gain even more um, understanding that God is sovereign. And so I'm doing well, you know, I don't have everything I, I, I pray for, um, but I have everything I need. And mm -hmm. so like, I'm doing good. Um, I, I, I have loving friends. I have love my family, my mom and dad are still here. Um, my, my nephews and nieces um, are, are doing well. I'm healthy. Um, and so I'm just grateful, man, to see another day. And that's just, you know, for me, that is um, a blessing to just kind of get back up and, and, and try and do it again. Um, and so learning new things, especially in 2021. Um, and I'm grateful. I'm mm -hmm. truly grateful to be here. That's good. And if I can just ask, like, what are the top three things you're grateful for from 2020? Yeah, um, man. Uh, so top three things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. I am really grateful for family. Um, because, uh, you know, 
when the pandemic hit in, in March, um, I lost my job, you know, like many millions of Americans and around the world, um, I was a contractor. And so I lost my job. Um, but uh, I was able to go back home to, to North Carolina. I, I actually went home just to visit, um, but ended up staying there for three months. And my family opened their arms to me. It was like, come home. We, we want you to be here anyway. And so just having a love of them. I know a lot of people, um, I know some people may not have that, you know, have that um, that love and family or may not have somebody they can rely on like that. And so having a family that is just so open and always ready to take me back whenever I need to be there. Um, so that's one thing I'm grateful for. Um, I am grateful for um, uh, grateful for God for sure. Um, you know, this year mentally was a lot. You know, I lost some family members. I lost uh, my niece. I lost an aunt from COVID. Um, I lost uh, my job, of course. Um, I got injured. I was in a car wreck. Um, you know, I experienced a number um, of things last year in 2020. And if it had not been for God, right? And so I, you know, just been, I've been leaning into God um, more this year, getting more clarity, getting more understanding, even in the uncomfortability, even in the unforeseen circumstances, even in the uncertainty, what I realized is that while everything else is uh, fleeting, God is constant. And that was one of the things I've learned. Um, so grateful for his, who he is. Um, and I say family first because um, God is, God was so, God is so gracious that it has, you know, COVID touched some of my family members, but it didn't touch my mom, my dad, kind of my media, if you will. Um, and so I'm grateful for that. And then I say the third thing I'm grateful for is, um, just I'm grateful for um, entertainment. Like I'm really grateful for entertainment. I'm in the entertainment industry, but I was able to sit home and like, you know, before I was so busy, everybody's so busy going this, going this place, mm -hmm. doing ministry, doing all that stuff. And I was able to kind of sit down and just watch um, entertainment, uh, you know, shows. I was able to, you know, play guitar. I was able to sing a little bit after the worship. Um, I love worshiping. I love all that. So I was able to enjoy the arts more and appreciate the arts more and to open my eyes to more possibilities, the creativity of it all. Um, and so I'm grateful for um, just family, God and creativity for sure. That is so good. I love it. You are one of the, the I, how do I say this? Like you're one of the dopest worship leaders around, wow. right? And I'm not even trying to hype you up. Like if you were, if you wasn't one of the greatest worship leaders, I would not have said that. But you are literally one of the dopest worship leaders around. Like the way that you just usher in the presence of God and you're able to take people into that experience with you, it wow. is like amazing. And I think one thing I do miss is like refresh nights. But like we would just be in there like 50, 70 young adults deep in this sanctuary, just worshiping God with such a reckless abandonment. And we did that because of you and your obedience. So I thank you. I, listen, I am I'm speechless. You know, I, I, I still got so much more to learn. I, I tell you, you know, um, those nights were refresh. I miss those those those. I, I long for worship nights. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things, you know, through the pandemic, I was able to go back to my, my home in North Carolina and um, with my old church, I was able to lead worship and I was able to 
um, really began to start a new sound in my church. Mm -hmm. And that's just, I mean, to know that God would trust me with something like that is a blessing. And so, you know, of course, with Refresh, um, uh, for those who don't know, I I lead a a young adult ministry called Refresh in the DMV area. Um, And so we typically would have quarterly worship nights, but because of pandemic we had to we had to stop that of course um but we did some virtual nights um but it's nothing like um nothing like being uh, in person and having that you know in-person reaction and and seeking the father at the same time but man i tell you I, you can attest to this um maverick city uh you know upper room i mean so many um, elevation worship Mm-hmm. they've just been an anchor for us in this especially for me as a worshiper in this in this season mm-hmm. in this I mean their songs and so worshipers I um, look up to definitely is Chandler Moore you know Chandler Moore is, is, is and Dante Bo um, mm-hmm. that whole Naomi Rain and um, you know a lot of so many so many worshipers who are just you know who are just so pure and they worship dope dope music and it, for me Looking at that worship helps me. It, it's you know it's a reflection of God and just you know makes me search myself even more to make sure I have a more have a more understanding of what I'm singing and the pureness of what I'm delivering to people. It's a it's it's an assignment. It's a huge undertaking. Um, and so I, every time I get a chance to worship, I'm always in to worship. So uh, thank you uh, for even being a part of Refresh at one point as an admin and then just coming and being part of um, an experience. Thank you for that. I love it and I miss it. And I'm so just excited for what God is doing through young people. You can definitely see like there's like a change in the air, so to say, like with Chandler, Brandon, Lake and all of everything that's just happening in like the church right now or, or whatever. But it's just so beautiful to see like the purity of worship being restored. And like young people of all different races and ethnicities just coming together, just saying, we just love God and we just want to worship him in spirit and in truth. And I'm like, the beauty of that, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just amazing. So yeah, sure. you can see the revival on earth taking place. So yeah. yeah, that is good. And let me say this about you leader worship in North Carolina, sir. You were leading one Sunday because I was watching y'all on Facebook and your pastor came up there and took that mic. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What's going on here? Yeah, I love that. He he always, that, you know, I think um, having somebody like my pastor back home who is just really into worship and having somebody who can champion you and push you, it just makes you want to go further you know and I, I love it he he goes up there and he takes the mic and he does his thing and I just I just be a background I be I be a um a background and I just enjoy the moment with him I take the ride I think that's one of the things that uh Pastor Stephen um at, at Elevation because he's just he he's a worshiper first mm-hmm. and because of that I I believe that's how that ministry has just been so graced with um, coming out with songs and moments that um, everlasting moments um, that have been that have carried throughout and definitely helped this pa- um, this past decade uh, and now in, in this generation in the earth. So I'm grateful. Yeah. We're gonna talk about worship. Like, what is your favorite worship song? I don't even think that's a fair question. Or what yeah. is like your worship? What's the worship song that is on repeat right now for you? 
right now it's an old worship song. So um, um, Holy Spirit, <laughs> Holy Spirit can, I don't care how old, so many, I mean, like, like you said, there are so many worships, but I love worship um, music. But what's happening, like what I'm listening to currently is Holy Spirit. There's a, um, Chandler Moore, it's funny because Chandler Moore is leading it and he's at this church uh, and he sings, um, it's a medley, he does Holy Spirit and I Surrender together. Mm -hmm. But it's just, you know, I love when you, you know, any worshiper, if you're a worshiper out there and you're listening and you are like, man, I always don't know how to start or like how to, uh, you know, really garner or, or begin to um, set the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I always, I believe Holy Spirit is one of those atmosphere shifters. If you start that, if you start your set off with that, you know, I mean, you, there's so many other songs out there, but if you start your set off with Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit has nothing. I mean, Holy Spirit is, there's no other way around it that he's going to abide in there. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to rest. He's going to sit in that room. Mm -hmm. And then you have, it's laid out for you. And then you just go, go from there. And so Holy Spirit is my favorite. And it will always be my favorite of mine. And anytime I try to do worship set, you know, this year in 2021, I want to definitely do more um, worship sets and um, learning how to play guitar and all that good stuff. But I always, um, if I try to do a worship set, I try to um, start off with that or even a communal song, a song that everybody knows mm -hmm. um, that helps the familiarity of, of everything. And then I can go into, um, you know, spontaneous worship or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, a modern day David right here in front of us. <laughs> I love it. So I think 2020 and even going into 2021, but 2020 really taught me like the importance of sitting down because I think you alluded to earlier, like sometimes we're just always so busy running around doing stuff. And I know both of us, we've done ministry together and it seems like sometimes you can get so involved in like work, ministry, just family and life that you forget about you. And so you're looking good. You got a lot going on. So it seems like you have really taken this time to kind of invest in you. So what has that been looking like for you? Yeah, um, uh, it, it's been looking like a, a number of things, um, you know, the pandemic, I um, before the pandemic, I got, a, I had an injury. I got, um, I was, um, I hurt my ankle, uh, and, and it's still, you know, it's still, um, tender and sore or, but I, it's been, it's been better. I've been in therapy and stuff like that. Um, but which that, you know, at the top of the pandemic has stopped me from, mm -hmm. excuse me, has stopped me from, um, working out like I will, because regularly I would like to work out. I'm really into health and eating clean and stuff like that. And so, um, it kind of stopped me from like working out. And I honestly, full transparency, I, I gained the quarantine 30. Like I gained 30 pounds during um, quarantine. And now I know, like I, I was I was home in North Carolina, I was eating. I mean, that food was really good, you know, and um, and I just wasn't able to work out like I, like I had wanted to because my ankle um, was in a brace and that kind of was a little depressing. And, and at that time I had lost my knees and, you know, all the things and I had to just pick myself back up and I had to say, you know what, you know, I, although I, I'm having these issues, I still can do something. Mm -hmm. and so 
in October, I just kind of began to change my perspective. And um, I've always been interested in health, always been um, for five years or so now, I've always been interested in my in, in health because I realized our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I never, you know, before I became, you know, into Christ for real, you know, I've been saved kind of all my life, but I really began to know God junior year in college. And as I began to know God and know God more, I began to understand that the body is so important. And so to take mm-hmm. care of it so that I can do the work of what he wants, the work, you know, to do the will of his work. And so I be, you know, I, I try to eat clean as I can. Um, you know, I don't necessarily put a label. I like to say I'm vegan-ish. Uh, basically, what that means is um, I try to stay away from dairy because I'm lactose. Um, but also, um, I, I eat fish occasionally. Um, but I like vegetables and all that good stuff. So uh, I see you making a face. <laughs> oh my gosh! See people like that. You <laughs> having a candid conversation, so we just go on there. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about it, huh? Before, but vegan-ish. That's what you said, and then you talk about I eat fish and stuff. So, so I say vegan-ish again because because. I don't necessarily deal with dairy. I don't like really, I don't eat any, you know, dairy, cheese, eggs, stuff like that. Um, it just hurts my body. Uh, and, and so it's better for me to not eat those products. Um, but occasionally I do like salmon. I do enjoy shrimp. I do enjoy um, crab legs, stuff like that. Um, but um, here lately, um, a lot of my transformation of my body really started with fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I just got off a fast uh, the top of the year, um, and that really helped my body. You know, you don't do it for the you don't do it for weight loss or whatever anything like that. You do it for cleansing and getting closer to God for sure. Um, but uh, for sure, what's been a really big key thing for me in my life as I invest in myself, but as you know, as a, you know, um, as it pertains to health, is fasting. Fasting is a really huge benefit. Um, not only do you get closer to God, but you also begin to clean out your body of toxins. You begin and you begin to see a difference in your body. And when you start getting clean in your body and you, you know, you don't want to mess up, you don't want to um, pollute it and put more bad things in there. And so I try to take it really easy. I don't, I'm not perfect in it, but I try my best to eat as um, clean as I can. Um, but we all have our moments where we, we take the moments to relax and cheat. And I do that. Um, but I, I, uh, I try to, you know, work out now for sure, um, four to five days a week and drink a lot of water mm-hmm. and, um, to just eat as, um, consciously as I can. Um, but I think for anybody, it's just really do what's best for you, you know, and to take it slow and be patient with your body for sure. Mm-hmm. You all are welcome to join me in the flexitarian lifestyle. So that means Monday and I, look, flexitarian. So if I want to be vegan on Monday, I'm going to be vegan on Monday. If I want to eat meat on Tuesday, I'm going to eat meat on Tuesday. I love it. I love it. Vegetarian. We making, see, okay, you can make, this is, you can make the flexitarian. I love it. Veganish. It, listen, here for it. Here for it. Like if you were a chef, like you could like brand that vegan-ish. Like a restaurant or food truck. You know what? Listen, you give me ideas. Jag brother Matt, where is he? I I might need to go ahead and don't. Hey, anybody who's listening, please don't take my idea. I'm because I'm, I'm listening. I'm coming for you. I'm I'm I need to go ahead and brand it right now. I, I'm in this moment. We are branding it. I'm gonna have a. 
oh my God, I think I've just had a moment. Ashley, you don't understand. I'm, Ashley, listen, y'all, this one right here, can I just, I mean, can we, listen, can, I know it's a, I know it's a podcast about friends, whatever, but can we just talk to, can we just really have a moment right now? Y'all, if y'all don't know Ash, if you're just tuning in, if you're just listening, she is a woman of God, for real. Not the flaw, not the, not the fake or not the, um, the, the things, you know, she, what, she, what you see on the outside, what you see on social media is what you see. Um, and I've seen her in different settings and what you see at her home. Listen, she's the same as that person. She loves God with her heart. She loves people. She's prophetic. And what she just did in this moment was speak to my life and gave me an idea for something that I'm going to share with her off the podcast. Cause I don't want y'all to get my idea. But um, she is incredibly, um, an incredible woman, an incredible woman of integrity, a woman who teaches, you know, the word, who counsels people. Um, and I'm grateful to know, to know you, to be connected to you. Um, and I am just truly uh, blessed to see what generations to come look like, your kids, your husband, um, and just the, the seeds that you've sown so far in your life, man, um, you will, you're reaping the benefits. Now you're glowing. I don't know if you, if, listen, if you're watching this on um, uh, like, or if you're listening, you should also tune in to watch it to see how she's glowing right now too. So, um, but anyway, I had to, had to take a moment to, to brag on you for a little bit because you're dope and you just gave me a dope idea. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm good. I'm good. Well, thank you. I always, I appreciate the brag. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. It's, and it's and it's truly is actually from my heart. You and Ashley Ashley knows that like I am. I try to I I speak uh, from my heart, and I you know I don't I don't try to be um, fake. Like I I really am very honest about what I just said, and um, it, it's true. And any and people can attest. Our friends can attest to her integrity level. Um, who she is as an individual, as a sister, as a friend, as a confidant. So thank you for the for your sacrifice and your obedience. Thank you. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. So veganish and flexitarian here. <laughs> yes. No, but to that to the health part, I'm really glad that like as young people, millennials, I feel like I'm old saying it, but like we are doing something that our parents ne didn't necessarily model for us. Like, I think the generation before us, they were like really spiritually healthy driven. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as it's spirit man, right? I'm good to go. But you like busting 300 pounds, you got diabetes and everything else. Like, bruh, you about to die and meet God sooner than you should. But like, mm -hmm. we're taking care of our spirit, man. And we're also taking care of our physical body. So I think that's just like the way to go. So I yeah. love that. I mean, for sure. I mean, that that has always been a bother for me where, you know, you can preach down, you can sing down, uh, but you your exterior is a bit unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, I just think that that's a counter, a counter um, understanding of, of what God has called us. You know, you're, I, I think, you know, we not only are, you know, we do that often. And I think this is, you know, the investment part mm -hmm. where we serve, serve, serve so much and we are pouring out to so many people and we forget us first. Mm -hmm. And um, that's a big thing for me. I'm always, I think, I, I always tell people is focus on you first and not selfishly. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Not out of um, being self-centered, but because if you're the best version of yourself first, then you will, um, then you can be the best version of yourself to other people. You can help people. You can help free people because you've taken time to investigate yourself, to get your closet, to get your, um, to run your closet in your heart, to get your skeleton out your closet, to understand who you are. And, and then also once you have a clear and you're walking in that openness, then you're able to, um, um, to speak to other people and to receive criticism and receive correction because you began to start doing investigation on yourself. And so I tell people all the time, invest in you first, whether that's um, drinking, you know, I, I advocate for drinking a lot of water from working out to eating healthy, to um, praying, to having a healthy um, uh, friend group, you know, a community of friends that are like-minded. Um, I think it's also a healthy balance to have friends who don't necessarily, um, who speak your same language because that then pushes you, pushes your faith to, um, to understand how do you deal with people who are not like me or who doesn't think like me. And it shows you how to truly love um, and how to put that into action because it can be very comfortable to be friends with people who are just only thinking like you. So I think it's a good balance to have. But you first have to invest in yourself once you invest in yourself, then everything else will start coming into play. Um, and, and you just got to take that first step. It's difficult um, to, to start saying, okay, look, let me look in the mirror. Go into therapy, whatever that may be for you. Um, but accepting who you are, loving who you are. You know, I, I, I realized in my, in my faith journey that I could not love God fully until I started loving me first. And I was like, yo, because I realized that there were parts of me that I didn't love, whether that was my body, whether that was my heart, whether that's my whatever, you know, but once I began to say, I love me for me, I love my unibrow, I love how God created me, I love, because there was a moment, you know, where I've always been very comfortable with my unibrow, but it was in high school where I began to um, say, hey, mom, can I try too? Right, because before I got into high school, I always used to wear, um, I always just have naturally wear my unibrow. Um, but when I got into um, high school, I said, well, can I try two? Can I try to have two eyebrows? Mm -hmm. Right, that's so weird. But um, she said, sure. Then I got into college and it's always, I've always worn two. Um, I always cut the middle of my, my unibrow. Mm -hmm. um, but when I graduated college and I began to um, explore life, I, uh, was had a week or maybe a couple of weeks I didn't get a um, haircut and so my hair and everything started going back and I began to start feeling ashamed mm. and I was like oh and I said well what and so before I could even get to cut the 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 middle God said trust me he said listen Laverne LV he said he said if you if you trust me and and embrace this we can, you can use this for my glory. Mm -hmm. So I said, God, I trust you. And so I keep it. And I said, I'll keep it, you know, and because that was the first time I ever thought myself ashamed of it. I never felt that before. And I said, well, no, fear enemy, you're a liar. And so I, I kept it. And I'm so happy I did because it's a feature that I love. It's something that is natural. My, most of my family have a unibrow. Um, and, um, I'm grateful for it because God has now shown me how I can brand it. 
Um, and he's giving me strategic ideas how to use it and even have conversations like this where uh, people can embrace their full self. And once you start understanding and embracing your full self and leaning into God, leaning into his word and ruminate on his word, um, man, I tell you, God will begin to, to um, use every flaw you think you might have, every insecurity you think you might have for his glory. Mm-hmm. And you will never be thinking like, you'll think to yourself like, what? I felt shame of this or whatever the case may be. So I say, trust the Lord, invest in you first so that you can be an open well for everybody else. That is so good. And I think it was so critical for you to say that investing in you or coming to to um, love yourself or accept your full self, you have to lean into God. Like yeah. You have to lean into the word because I think sometimes we want to understand ourselves or who we are, but we're trying to do it apart from the creator. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I want to know how my iPad works or why it's functioning the way it does, I'm not going to go ask Microsoft like, yo, Mr. Bill Gates, how is my iPad supposed to work? He was like, girl, I make that thing. I need to go to Apple and ask them. How was it supposed to work? How was it created? Like, what was your intention behind it? So I love that you brought that part up. And then I think that from what it sounds like, when we invest in ourselves, you said to yourself, like, you were able to love God because you started loving yourself. And so many of us, we have these um, these weak relationships with God because we can't fully embrace his love because we can't love ourselves. And you know, we can't love God and we can't love ourselves. We can't love other people. Mm-hmm. And so then we wonder why, why can I love people? Not even in a romantic sense, but why can I just love my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother? Like what's going on? I can't even love my neighbor. Like, so how do we get to the place where we are able to actually love people well? Wow, yeah. I mean, you said a mouthful. Um, that is key. I think the first part of loving people well is first loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Love yourself first. Understand, start looking at yourself in the mirror and the things that you don't like about yourself, ask yourself why you don't like them. And then start taking, this, taking the necessary steps to figure out how can I unlike, how can I start liking this part of myself? If mm-hmm. it's your weight, begin to work out, begin to eat right. Uh, begin to drink your water. You say, hey, I can't work out because I have this problem. Well, that's okay. Well, there is, a, listen, you know, I had an injury, still do have an injury, but you can move, you can stay active, you can walk around or you can um, do something to just to be active, do something to be active. You say, you know, I don't like this about my, my, about my, um, my family. Well, God bless you in that. He puts you in that family. Now you are charged to be the generation of curse breaker mm-hmm. so you do differently you see that your mom does this you see that your dad does that you don't want to do that then you say okay well i don't want to do that but don't forget to love in the process love them through it in the process and i think the the best thing is to start loving yourself and loving people well is love yourself first once you start loving yourself first and 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 what really helped me start loving who i am and because you know, it starts within, but mm-hmm. but it but it stems from the Bible. Meaning, in Ephesians, Ephesians one tells us that we are holy, we are blameless. That He is jealous for our love. He mm-hmm. is um, He He sees us as He He takes us in kinship. He adopted us um, as His people. We're no longer orphans. And so I I take Ephesians. I read Ephesians one uh, multiple times a year because. It is a blueprint to 
who God says you are. Mm-hmm. It is the, you know, I mean, already the word tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. But if that is not enough, you go to Ephesians 1 and you say, God, okay, I am, I am um, holy, I am blameless, which means that whatever I've done before in my past, he doesn't see me like that. He sees me holy. He sees me blameless. He does not blame me for what I've done before. He sees me as spotless, without blemish. And, and when you start understanding those truths of the word of God, then it also helps you in when you start doing that inner work. You're, you can come back when you start doing that inner work, best to believe the enemy is going to tell you, no, you can't do this. No, you don't. But you, you can, you have enough word in you. You say, no, no, no. God tells me that I'm holy. I'm blameless. Even though I did this with this person, that does, it doesn't matter because he sees me when I gave my life to him and he wiped my sins. He did over 2000 years ago. And then he also confirmed it when I, he says he sees me holy and blameless. He, he calls me into, into kinship, which means he called me into family. I'm no longer an orphan. When he's, all that stuff, that, I mean, all that, that ingredients, that ingredients helps begin to cook up a confidence like no other. And, um, and that's what has been helping me. It helped me get to that level. I'm still, still striving. We're striving every day to be more like Christ. I'm striving every day to love myself even more. Striving every day to, um, to kill the enemies of my head. You know what I mean? And so I have moments where I'm insecure. I have moments where I, where I don't, you know, for sure. I mean, I'm human. Um, but I have to remind myself that I am chosen. I am loved. I'm holy, I'm blameless, I'm in kinship, I'm not an orphan no more, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And once you start understanding those truths of God's word, it helps you begin to develop yourself, your spirit man. And then you're able to say, oh, he not only says that about me, but he says that about you too. Mm-hmm. Even though that you jacked up, but you say, that, you say that about that person. And you begin to look at that person the way God sees them. The best way to start loving people, even people that you don't like, or even your family members who get on your nerves, is to start loving them the way you want to be loved and the way God loves you. They're not going to understand it. They're going to think you're strange because you just, they, you know, they just cuss you out or they just say something to you or they've done something on your nerves that they know they get on your nerves about and it, it pushes your button every time and they know that. So they do it, but you, this time you turn, you turn away or this time you, um, you act differently, or you don't even notice it. And they say, what's wrong? You, that is the part of loving people well. You know, I, and I'm still learning in this area as a believer, as a, um, as a, uh, as a leader, um, I am learning, I'm reading this book now, it's called Help I Lead uh, People with, uh, from Chad Beach. Um, and I'm learning just kind of how you lead people. And, and one thing I know is that when you are trying to lead people well, it starts with love first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, they have to like you. They have to buy into whatever you are trying to um, lead them to. And, but you also have to um, actually, what you're trying to lead them to, you actually you have to be willing to go into that with them. Mm-hmm. And you have to have done it. You have to, or, or willing to go, you know, to, to do the work and have integrity. Um, but I think the, the recipe to, um, to love people well, as I know it right now, you know, in my little understanding and as I continue to grow is to love yourself first, dive into the words and understand what God says about you 
and you begin to start loving God like never before. And then you can start seeing people the way God sees them. And that helps you start changing your perspective about loving people. So hopefully that answers the question. That is, that's so good. And I can truly attest to the fact that when I started loving myself, when I started loving God and allowing God's love to fill my heart, to fill my life, like I was able to start loving people well. And I noticed my relationships, my relationships started changing. But on the backside of that, of loving people well, how do you love well or how do you receive love well because I think that's another thing that we don't ever talk about is like I can love you but for some reason I just can't receive love it's difficult for mm. some people yeah oh that's that's good um wow how do you receive love you know it, it it's that's a vulnerability you know that's a especially exactly. for, um, black men mm-hmm. you know we we want, you know, uh, we don't necessarily, you know, we we um, we can give it, you know, we can we can say, okay, here you go, you know, but us receiving it can be sometimes can be a little difficult for us. I mean, that's for not just for black men, but for anybody to, you know, we we sometimes we can say that it's a uh, it's a false humility thing. I think it's I think it's um, or you know, it, it receiving something. Uh, take the credit from God. No, no, no. I think all the more when people love up on you, when people um, speak life into you, receive it, right? Mm-hmm. Receive that, uh, and to know that um, that it's not um, it's not um, missed on God because you're take you're getting it. Although you know it's about Him, you receive it, and you say, "I am." I. It's about humility. It really is about humility. If you say, I am humble before God, I know that I'm doing this with all my heart because of you. And people admire what you do or people see what you're doing. Family members are loving on you. Your spouse is loving on you. Receive that because they're seeing the work that that God has put in you, that you've been praying on, that you've been working on. But as long as you give it back to him and say, God, you tell that person, thank you. And um, and even in the moment, you don't have to necessarily, because I know sometimes people are like, oh, you have to say God be the glory. And that is um, a very powerful statement. And I say to God be the glory. Um, but it's okay to say thank you. Because you work hard, you partner with the Lord. It's a partnership. And when you start partnering with them, you say thank you. And, and you also say thank you, God. Because somebody saw the work that we've been working on. And it, and when you, and when you know that you are, you're not, um, uh, that you're not above God, that you, you, that you are below him, that you, that, that, that you realize that when you are humble mm-hmm. and when you are a humble person and that you, because when you start to think that you are with God and you, you know, everything that you're not, you know, that you have to put, do everything in your own power on your own will, you become stressed out. Yeah. And when you, the scripture, um, my favorite scripture is 2 Corinthians um, uh, chapter 12, verses 9 through 10. And it says, um, it says that when I am weak, you are strong. I will boast gladly in the things I don't know. I will boast in my iniquities. I I boast in my shortcomings, my insecurities. I boast in all that. Um, Because when I boast, when I say, God, I don't know any of this stuff, that's a cry for him to help you. That, that you're saying, God, I don't know this stuff, so I need you. And when you need the Father, the Father, all he wants you to do is need him. 
mm-hmm. right? And when you need him, when you need him, he can then do the work for you. And then it's easy for you to give the glory back to him. And so I, I take that scripture with me and I say, all right, God, whenever I don't know what I'm doing or if I'm just, you know, whatever, and just in life, I'm like, God, I want, I'm partnering with you and I don't know what I'm doing. I, I ask that you be my strength. You said when I'm weak, you are strong. And mm-hmm. so I'm weak. I can't do it. And that reminds me to say, you know what? I need him every step of the way. And so let me humble myself to him. Let me give him a reverence. Let me reverence him. Let me fear him. It's not about me being scared of God and not moving. It's about I fear him enough, meaning I reverence him. I adore him, that I'm going to reverence him and I'm going to stay humble to the fact that I am, um, I, I serve a, a, a huge God that has given me things and, and gifts for other people. And when people acknowledge those gifts, I say thank you because it's a partnership. And I also say thank you, God, because they're seeing the work that we're doing together. Mm-hmm. And it's a humble, it's a mentality of being humble. It's a men- and it's not being, it's not a false humility thing. Now, it, there, there can be a heart check. It's also, it's all about heart check, but it's about being humble mm-hmm. um, and, and to receive that. And, and when you know it's not about you, then you can, um, you can receive that. That's good. You preach it over here. Like you are preaching. I mean, you coming out with the text, we have to raise out the title too. You are preaching though. I, mean, you know, I appreciate it. I mean, it's just been scriptures that have helped me, you know, anchored me uh, to this process, this long journey and it's still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, understanding myself, my true self, mm-hmm. so that I can be my authentic self in the world, show up in the world every day. Um, and and be an impact or be a change or be something. I mean, I'm not trying to change the world, but if man, if 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 um, if I understand who I am, I can help lead people um, and help maybe help the next person who might change the world. So mm-hmm. I love it though. I love how you're you're pulling out the scripture. And for me, this year it has been a year where I know that I have to be more intentional about standing on the word of God. Like, I don't really do like the whole vision board thing, but as I was writing out like my goals and what I was praying about for 2021, God was just like, you just need to get you a scripture and you need to stand on that scripture for this year. Cause I can set out all these goals, but what are you standing on? And like the word of God has got to be our anchor. And I think many of us, we kind of drift so much because we're not really anchored in the word. So that was really good. You are a creative. So how do you bring your creativity or how do you blend creativity with uncompromising faith? Yeah. Um, understand that I am, I am a child of God before I'm anything else, mm-hmm. you know, before I'm a creative. Um, I mean, I come from the creator. So, you know, anybody out there, if, you know, we're not just talking about art and we're not just talking about, you know, that stuff, but in your, in your businesses, whether that's doing paperwork and the way you do it and the way you do your Excel, excuse me, your Excel spreadsheets, all this, that's creativity. You know, the way you think about cooking dinner every night differently, that's creativity. The way you, you know, pick out your clothes and the way you do your bathroom or the way you do your hair, you know, that stuff is, we are from the creator. So we are all creatives. Mm-hmm. It looks differently, but I realized that I'm a child of God first. And then everything is filtered through him. Um, and so, it, you know, I will admit it's difficult being in the entertainment industry as an actor. Um, 
where you are uh, always looked at and you are sometimes forced to do roles that may not necessarily, that's not faith-based. And I am, um, I am for those roles, be, um, especially if they're up and they have integrity, there's a meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and there is a reason to do it. I believe that God has created us as actors, um, uh, people who can tell stories to help other people see themselves and eventually change or eventually think differently about what they're doing. Um, you know, but of course, as a, as a believer and as an artist um, and, uh, and making sure that I'm uncompromising who I stand for and what I believe in, there's some things I just won't do, you know, that, that I know that just not pleasing to God, but not pleasing for, my, for myself, for my future family. Mm -hmm. um, it is a always, it's a, it's a delicate balance of the balance, but I think, and I'm, and I'm navigating the borders now. Right? I'm a young entertainer and I'm navigating what that looks like, uh, how to uncompromise. But what I'm confident and sure about is that if I, if God is at the center, everything else is fine. So that means that some things might be slower for me, but I know it's in his timing. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've gone, you know, I've gone to college and some of my college friends are on TV now. They are on hit shows. If I name the shows, they're on shows. Um, and that's amazing. I am not intimidated by that i am not in a haste i'm not i'm not um stressed out by that i'm rooting for them because i know what's for me is for me i know what god told me years ago and so i'm standing on that now that it puts fire under me to say okay wow this is attainable but i'm gonna go whenever you tell me to go and i'm telling you this as an artist if you are out there if you are creative right um things that you want to do and the things you you know there are things I've been, I, you know, I've dreamed to do, but I had to put it on a back burner because I had, you know, uh, when you are, when you say I live for you, God, then that means that I kind of throw everything else out the window. It's not that I don't focus on that or I don't whatever, but it's like you are following him, staying true to who he, what he wants you to do, but also he will then give you the hearts of your desires, desires of your heart. He will, if that's for you, like for me, I, I said, okay, God, I, I, I'm going to live for you. And I told God, I said, if I don't need to, if I, if I don't need to act anymore, that's fine. I don't, I don't have to do it anymore. I, I want whatever you have for me. Well, as now, as a believer, I thought that God would take the taste out of my mouth. I told him to, I said, take the taste, take the taste out of my mouth. This is not for me, for the entertainment industry. It's, 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 it can be demonic. It can be so many different things, you know, all the things, but he has not taken the taste out of my mouth. So for me, that just tells me that he wants me to fully have foundation in him. Mm. And then he wants me to then go out because we have to be the hands and feet of him. In these spaces, like the marketplace, like the entertainment industry, we're not, as believers, we're not just created to be at church. We're created to be in all places mm -hmm. and to know who you are first. That the reason, the uncompromising means in the, in the creative industry means that when you go into these spaces of creativity, sometimes it's abstract, but you know, you go in there knowing yourself and knowing who you are. And that is a foundation for you. And then everything else is filtered. Everything else that you do is going to be ordered by that. People will see your light. I don't even have to say God. I've, I've done productions where people don't know me, but then we get to know me and you do productions. And I don't have to, I don't have to preach. It's the light that is in me from him. And people are like, it's something about you is different. 
or they ask me to pray and they don't even know I prayed. And then in those moments, God will introduce, like don't force the moment. God will, God will so, um, so kindly, he will uh, introduce those moments for you in those spaces mm-hmm. of creativity that you at one point may have been forcing. But if you say, God, I live for you and living for God, I need people to understand this. Okay, catch this, please. If you don't catch anything else, living for God, living for Jesus Christ does not hinder you. Mm-hmm. It does not slow you up. In fact, it, 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 it will, as um, it will, um, it will, um, um, it will, I can't even get the word out of my mouth because this is so good. It, it will um, um, accelerate you. That's the word. Yeah. Living for God will accelerate you because guess what? In his word, it says that he's a redeemer of time. And doesn't mean he's going to put back the clock. What it means is, is that he is going to, this is, I mean, I, when I learned this, um, Ash, I was like, wait, what? Because I, for so long, I said redeemer of time. I thought, you know, the, the clock. No, no. He, what that means is what, what took people so many years is mm-hmm. going to happen for you so fast. Right. Come people on right now, they may not know you. You may not have a lot of followers. You may not be doing what you want to do. But man, if you stay connected to the source, mm-hmm. you stay committed to the craft, he will then exalt you. He will, he will, um, people will, ke- people, you just keep going because people will catch up to you. And he will accelerate you faster than you can ever imagine. And, um, and then along the way, you'll be able to help people know Jesus too. Because when they ask you, like, how are you able to transform? Or how are you able to do this? And you point back, all the roads lead back to God. Mm-hmm. And true to that. Um, and that's what my life is right now. Um, I'm learning that. And that's the everyday, um, um, everyday lifestyle for me. And, um, and so I, I'm staying true to that. I'm holding on to that. That's what's giving me hope in this season that mm-hmm. he will be in the time. For me. That's good. That is good. God is definitely a redeemer of time. And I like how you alluded to let the light of your lifestyle speak for itself. Like you don't have to go out here quoting all scriptures and all Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let the light of your lifestyle speak for itself. And I think that speaks greater sometimes in some um, instances. So that is really good. So um, getting ready to wrap up, I personally have over the last year or so developed um, some core values that I just live by. And I call this um, part of the podcast, the ASH principles. And that is just what comes to mind when you hear the words authentic, saved, and honest. Integrity. Mm. That's what comes to mind for me because when you are a man or a woman of your word, if you can keep your word and if you are upright, standing upright, meaning that you don't allow anybody to sway you and that mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna do just what you say you're gonna do, you're gonna do it whether it's behind closed doors or in public. Mm-hmm. That that is you you are being your authentic self. You are being your um, you are doing what the word tells you to do to be saved. And what's that last thing? Honest. You've been honest. You've been honest. And I think that will carry you out. For me, honesty is the key. Integrity is the key. If you, if I can trust you, if I can, you have, if you are a person of integrity, then you can be in my, my circle because 
you know, you're gonna you're gonna stand true to your word. Um, but if, even if you are you you are trying to understand that even more, even practice that, we're called to love, and I'm gonna love you through that thing, help you figure it out. Um, and so that that's what comes to mind to me. That's good. I love it. And so this part is the friend freestyle. So you have one minute to share any final thoughts with our audience, the friends. Man, um, if I can share anything mm -hmm. is that keep dreaming, keep doing it. It's, it's going to be okay. Like it's right now it may not look like what you want. God knows it doesn't look like what, I, what I've ever imagined. But if you keep God first, everything else is going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to, um, you're going to, you're going to make it. You're going to um, experience the fullness. You just got to remain. If mm. you remain in God, if you, you know, if you just, Stay in it. Don't lose the faith. Don't lose the fight. Because there's so much happening around us that, that you can lose. Like you can, I mean, it, the civil unrest, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, mm -hmm. people in uh, the church, you know, pastors, you know, are falling away or falling off or messing up. Mm -hmm. Man, if you just stay in God and you remain at his feet, if you, and which basically what that means is, because I don't want it to be spiritually, what that means is if you just get in his word, study his word, get around community, if you remain around that, um, he's sovereign, he would never leave you and he'd give you your heart's desires. That's so good. And that's a, such a great way to wrap up this conversation. Well, I definitely appreciate you for joining me for this podcast episode, LV. How can the friends keep up with you and stay connected with you? I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much, Ash, for the opportunity. I don't take it lightly. Um, you can follow me, guys, on all um, platforms. Uh, well, actually, Facebook um, at, Lever, uh, at LV Hamer and um, at it's IG, which I just got an IG also. It's kind of, um, I'm trying to get the hang of all this. Um, IG is at I am LV Hamer. So again, you can connect with, connect with me um, at, um, on IG um, at I am LV Hamer or Facebook at LV Hamer. Awesome. Well, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much, friends, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like, helped, you would like to help support Asian friends, Please share with others, sharing is caring, post about it on your social media, and also subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming conversations. Also, if anything that we discussed today on this episode resonated with you, please drop a comment and let us know. We would love to hear from you. And to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Ashley Yvonne. So thanks again. I hope this conversation was helpful, and I will see you next time. Bye, friends.